and we live in a world that so many things they are happening in christendom this platform is about the christian home it's about christian marriage so many things has entered into church nowadays that we are so confused about what we see and the topic we are treating today is one of one of the very key things that mess up our homes culture so as children of god we want to dive we've got some questions i think we have up to 15 and i hope that holy spirit will give us auction to go through them today to be able to tell our audience like we always tell you, you that whatever we are saying we are not giving you right or anything to do it but we believe that god will speak through us for you to identify the purpose what where you are in that marriage and if any issue comes up you will be able to solve it together as couple and that is why we have this platform so before we go into the question for two three minutes sir, i just want to know how you met uh, pastor jenny right pastor jenny how did you know that pastor andrew is the man <laughs> so let me start who should i start from pastor jenny wants to go for first or pastor ah pastor andrew okay okay uh, <laughs> how did you meet uh, sister jenny okay thank you first of all i want to thank you for having us on this uh, platform uh me and mine and i want to say that what you're doing is amazing you see uh any program we we, we went out we traveled today and um the one of the reasons i took the this invitation was because it has to do with family otherwise i would just want to be sleeping because there's so much attack on family. So anybody who has made himself or herself available to contribute meaningfully to this discussion or to this issue, I always hold such people in high esteem. Once again, thank you. Thank you for what you're doing for God and for mankind. And the Lord will reward you bountifully. Mm -hmm. All right, so to the question, how did we meet? Okay, so uh, just to make it so quick, I. While I was having my undergraduate, um, her father happened to be uh, a professor in the school. So her father taught me. And you know, when you have professors just, oh, prof has a daughter somewhere in UI, or he has a son, you know, you get to know something about your lecturer. So I have heard about her. And I later also got to know that she had also heard about me because somewhat I became a bit close to the father after I actually graduated about, you know, trying to do some stuff with my result and all of that. So when I now came for my master's in UI, University of Ibadan, that was where we met. So I was a set ahead of her. And um, when I finished my own master program, they were still there. So I was taking some of them tutorial. I've always teased her that while I was taking them tutorial, she was busy praying to God, God, Give me this wonderful man, you know, but she's, she's always said that was not the case anyway. So we became uh, friends as, I mean, close, you know, and after that, very close that I was more like an advisor, a mentor, if you know, then she was engaged, I was engaged. So she will come to me and share things with me, ask me questions and all of that. So in, in all fairness, that gave me, even though I was in a relationship, that gave me the first hand a pure knowledge of who she she is and what she stands for. And I knew that she was God fearing. So when we left school and um, somehow we lost contact, 
And uh, while I was in the valley of decision after many years of trying to get myself uh, settled in this area, and just, just in that midst of um, that valley of decision, if you know what I mean, I got somebody who tried to call me or give me a beep or flash, as we call it in Nigeria. And uh, another thing I tried to tease her with that, why was she trying to flash me at that sensitive time, you know? And then so eventually, of course, I was wow. And I asked how her relationship was, was faring. And she said, oh, that, oh, oh did I tell you that I'm no longer in the relationship now? In my heart, I was like, praise God, you know? Before I started the journey of seeing cancer, seeking cancer, speaking to my mentors and all of that, and eventually to call it a long story, call it long story short. Um, of course, I had um, this is true, but I'm not the kind of person that likes to promote things like that because of the way people have, have vassalized it. I actually had a revelation about her. Of course, while I was already thinking and uh, planning to meet her, and um, so. In a dream, I was told, except you are not ready to marry, this is your wife, you know? And um, time will not allow us to tell, tell us why that was important. So eventually met her and um, we you know, told her I wanted to marry her, you know, and ask her to take all the time to, to think whatever she wanted to do, take her time. And um, I know she was telling me, you know, did God, how did you know? And I said, I've just come to you to tell you, I want to bury you. You just go. If it is prayer, you want to pray, whatever, just go and decide. You know, there was no pressure. Yeah. So I think that's the, it's a long story, but so that we don't just take all of the time. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much, Pastor Andrew. Sister Jenny, please defend yourself. How long did it take you to be on the mountain to receive it? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm really not good with telling stories, so I think that was why I wanted him to, one of the reasons I wanted him to go first, he, because he's able to give the whole story in, in a nutshell, you know, so, but yeah, um, it, it kind of the process happened like he said it, we at some point we we lost contact and, you know, um, one of those days, normally I don't, I'm not the calling type, I don't call, you know, I, I, I'm, He's helping me improving that area. But one of those days, while we were in school, he, 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 we were close. I'll tell him things. Um, he'll teach me. He's very good. He's a very good teacher, you know. And he, myself and my colleagues, then in the, uh, my master's um, colleagues will come to him. He'll teach us different things. But along the line, he left school and and. Um, we that um, communication, we're not communicating, you know, but one of those days I was, you know, in my base where I, I work, you know, I was just thinking, mm, why not flash this person? It's been a long time. Let's catch up. Let me know how he's doing and all that. And that's how, you know. Pastor, Pastor <laughs> Jenny, Pastor Jenny, I know you don't like to tell us the story, but I want to know how long, you know, he said you should take your time. Yeah. You know, before you said yes. Yeah. He told you, I'm going to marry you, but you have to take your, how long? Two weeks, one month, one year? Or, and, or you are waiting for God because he said he heard, he, he see you because the Bible said you should find. He yeah. has seen you before he had that dream that this is your wife. 
Thank you, sir, for being truthful because some people will hear before they dream. <laughs> but thank God he found and he saw. So that's you. You, how long? How many weeks? I think for me, if I remember correct, it didn't take so much time. And, and one of the things, um, one of the ways um, God speaks to me in addition to other ways is through dreams, you know, um, there, there'll be that peace. And then he also speaks to me through dreams, you know. And so um, it took, took me like um, four more weeks, but not that long before I knew that, you know, I knew that this is... The person thank, God, thank, um, thank you. The, re the reason why I ask that question, I just want our audience to know that it doesn't need to take forever because some people, it will take them one year and they will see another brother and sister. So many things will be confusing, so many dream and vision. So we have to be analyzing. Thank you for not making it to be that, that long because there's something already. We just need God. God, sanction this thing. And thank God because you know how God speaks to you. So to our audience, what we are, you know, we are dealing with me. Understand the way God speaks to you. So that when it comes to your own, you know that when you are taking this decision, there is, you know, a confirmation from your maker that the road you are going through is the right way and it will support you. So let me just go straight into the question we have today. We'll be dealing with um, culture and we have different um, interpretation, different meaning of what culture is. But I was going through um, different meaning of uh, the, the meaning of culture, it talks about idea, customs, social behavior of particular uh, set of people or community or society. It is the characteristics and knowledge of a particular group of people encompassing, you know, religion, language, food, social habits, music, art, and so on. In fact, you will find it even in marriage. And that's why we are talking about it today. So because we are not having issues with Christian marriage now, whereby the man is coming from a particular culture, the woman is coming from a particular culture, now they are together. Both of them want to continue practicing their culture separately, or they want to form their own, own culture, or they don't even want to understand, they, they don't want to follow any culture. We want to understand because my last question today will be as a Christian, do we need to follow culture, right? If it's not in the Bible, that would be my own final question. So, but we have so many questions from the platform that I would like us to go straight. And people on the platform, please, if you have any question, please just let us know. We are going to post this one and we are going to respond straight to your question. Thank you so much uh, for joining us. Our number one question, I'm, I'll be sending this question to Pastor Andrew. Marriage is God-made. Culture is man-made. Is it okay to completely ignore culture when building godly marriage? Our question, sir, when you are to answer, can you please help me one minute, two minutes, so that we can go through all, all the other questions? Thank you, sir. Okay, so just to stress what you just said now, we're just going to give just a precise and concise answer. There could be some other things that we'll be able to uh, do with here. So clearly, God made marriage. Man made culture. However, you know, if you're a Christian, there is also Christian culture. Culture is just like you've read. It's the ideology, the knowledge, the behavior, what the characteristics that is typical of a particular group of people. So if we are Christians too, there are some behaviors that are typical of us. It's a culture. So you have Christian culture. 
Like if you look at the beatitude, that those are some of the things that shows our culture. So the thing is, the culture that is made by man is not necessarily devilish. So we have to then look at the element in the culture that are pure or neutral. You know, there were some that dancing, different mode of dressing that were that were so good and are still so good, but they are cultural, which means people identify with it because of their affiliation to a particular group or a particular norm. So we can then discard culture just because it was man-made. Like, can we use laptop because it was man-made? No. There are things that are wrong that we do. There are practices that we do, belief system that are inimical to both our growth here on earth and our spiritual uh, journey. Those are the ones we need to discard. Thank you so much. I, I think you've nailed it because we are children of God does not mean we should not just follow. There are some culture that they are good for us. They are for our safety. They are for our benefits. They are for, in fact, they, 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 they've done so many things in molding us if they are good. If, yes. they, are, if they are things that, okay, even Bible uh, sanctioned those things. Yes, we can do it. Culture is very good. We are part of it. Our living is part of it. The way we eat, the way we speak, even the way I'm speaking now. If I'm among some people, they will ask, are you from Nigeria? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because of my accent. So they can easily know you from with, with whatever you do, that you, you belong to a particular group of uh, people. And this will lead us to number two. That Number one, remember, as children of God, that doesn't mean we should not you know, follow some culture that molds us, that helps us, that progress us, right? Second question says, I did not want to shave my child's Head. I will ask um, Pastor Jenny this one because I think he's a lady something. I did not want to shave my child's head after birth and, and, do, do, and do all the ritual things that are done to first burn boys in my husband's culture. However, my husband is very traditional and said we should do it. Can I go with it and renounce those pro- Pronunciation over my son's life later. So this is a culture in this lady's house, husband's house. When they give birth to first son, they do particular ritual and they shave the, the boy's hair. That is the family uh, tradition. So she's asking, can she go with this culture and now renounce it later? Your advice, ma'am. Thank you, ma. Um, I, I think where I want to start, I'll be brief, but where I want to start from is, you know, what my husband says, like you highlighted, he, um, he, he has a couple's outfit, you know, with a couple and single outfit. And one of the things he's mentioned over time while teaching us all, teaching people is that before one even goes into marriage, there are major things one has to be mindful of. One of those things is that if be mindful of your belief, you know, and your values, if these, if the, the value of whoever you want to, or you are thinking of getting married to is not in tandem, is, is not um, same, is, is different, is contradictory, it, that is a very red flag. So I, don't, I just thought to, to highlight that for um, people who are not married yet. And, and back to the question now, one of the things that 
that that question suggests to me is that this person and and their spouse have different differing um 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 um, opinions when it, it comes to, or likely probably has dif differing opinions when it comes to their values and their belief system. And that then the next thing I want to also highlight there is that um, one of the things my husband has mentioned previously is that um, anything that um, as Christians, one of the things we should be mindful of in, is that we don't do things that are against or contradicts the, 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 the teachings of the Bible. So, and, and I, I leave that open to that person. That particular um, um, ritual or practice, is it against the teachings of the Bible? Is, 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 does God frown at such a thing? You know, and so it's very, very important that we are mindful to, as Christians, because like you said, this is a Christian, um, 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 this is directed at Christian. We should be mindful to do what um, is in tandem with the teachings of God. You know, oh, so do, do we do we please man and displease God, or do we please God? You know, and uh, uh, should that be what we should be thinking about? So, so I think it, it's 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 open and 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 that person decides. But anything that contradicts the the, the scriptures. I think we should be very, very cautious about that. Thank you. You are very generous with you. Can I quickly... Andrew, I will ask, I will, you, will, you will respond. I want to say something. Okay. It's when Pastor Jenny was saying something. I, 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 I'm, I'm looking at it from this angle, man. Yeah? You said something about belief. So before marriage, there is a value, there is a belief that this thing, no go area for mm. me and my husband, right? We understand our family. You know, we understand the way we do things. But in most cases, man, nowadays, courtship doesn't go deep into understanding culture of each other. The courtship is all about, I know you, you're my friend, I'm your friend, we can do this life together. But by the time they get married, it's, like, it's now going to be out of their hands, man. So this is what happened. They, they both have the same value. Christian, they are both going the same way. But after marriage, then they, their eyes will now be opened again to see more about family stuff they don't even know because they are very busy with life. And now because before you have children, before you have this, there are some homes that when you have a father that is a, that has shift and say tied to, they don't eat anywhere, they don't do those things coming, but you don't see that in courtship. So this, these are some of those things I just want us to know that even though we know as a Christian, when we are faced with something like this, I know a culture, when you give back to your child, they would take that child to a river and put that child in that river. If that child did not come up, then they know the child is a bastard. It's a culture. And they are still doing it today. And the reason why they are, the, the culture exists is to know bastard from the real children. <laughs> it was a problem that, was, that existed in those years, 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 years. But they are still practicing it, even though it's maybe demonic or whatever, their ancestral or whatever. But we still have it. We still have Christians that believe that, you know, I don't know how to say it in English, that because we are Christian does not mean we should not do our father's house. That's the way they say that even though I'm a child of God, if my if I belong to a family that is still worship God of iron, then mm. it, Christianity does not make me not to, to do it, right? We have different things now. 
And this is why I want us to treat, I don't want us to leave it like, let the person decide. No, as children of the kingdom, we should have answers to this one. Mm. Yeah. Because why are you shaving my son's hair? There's, there's something that happened in that family that makes them to have that culture. Something will have happened that this thing, then what is the, what is the reason having it? If my child has, so sometimes you can use wisdom, do it, and you are speaking in tongues. So like you said, it depends on you. This is why I'm not going to Pastor Andrew. If you are in this shoe, what will you do? Yes, let me first say that uh, from that question, I think that was why my wife was uh, taking that uh, route because the person said my husband is a very traditional person. That means that the man is leaning towards, in other words, he's not really seeing anything wrong. So let's not take it for what you're saying now. Let's assume that two of them are on the same page. So that's a different scenario entirely. So if they are both on the same page, you see, I wanted to say, while I was talking, the first scenario, I want to stress the point that the Bible says, wives, obey your husband in the Lord. Emphasize that word, in the Lord. Not in the world. So when, that is on the assumption or on the premise that you are both two spiritual people looking to please God. So he never says you obey your husband. Anything he says, whether it's no, it's in the Lord. So whatever your husband is asking you to do, it must not contradict your faith work. And we have to be so direct. You must know that your faith work is actually a very important thing to you and to God. So if you're in a situation like this, for example, when I wanted to get married, they said to me, I was already a pastor. Something as simple as, as somebody may call it, buying um, um, alcohol, drink, Why? beer, and all of those stuff, is part of the list they gave me. Pastor, Pastor Jenny, you didn't carry wine to Pastor Andrew and give him a needle. <laughs> But wine. Wait, wait, wait. It wasn't alcoholic wine, wouldn't it be? No, 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 it wasn't. So I told them, I said, I told those that were coming from my family, and I told those people, and I told my father-in-law and my you know in-laws, I am not going to bring anything alcoholic, and I'm also not to give you cash equivalent of that. So if you want me to bring, I will buy. If I buy malt, I'm going to give you the cost of that malt I'm bringing. I'm not even going to give you the amount as equivalent of what you want me to do. And they say, oh, is the culture? I said, well, I even told my wife, I know she was a miscarried. I said, then they are going to hear the first man that left his wife or wife-to-be because of that. And somehow they came to her just begging, oh, no problem, we'll find a way around it and whatever. And mm. I told those that are going to meet with me, this is what I wanted to do. It is, I wanted to make a statement of my faith. That's what I believe. So if we are together, that's why you have, if you're on the same page, mm. it's going to cost you association. It's going yeah. to cost you some, yeah. So be it. Christianity must cost us something. Yeah. You don't know who you'll be liberating by taking that stand. So if it is just a mere celebration, no problem. But with this picture painted, you see, some things are so harmless, but certain uh, demonic dimension comes to it because yeah, it has stayed over time and people capitalize on that to, you know, yeah. to do something wrong. So we are going to say as a family, no, sorry, we are not going to do it. And when you do take that stand, you have to be prayerful, pray over your child, no evil will happen to you, no evil will happen to your family, 
and stand on that. You know, because sometimes also they introduce people to some demonic stuff. That's why you wonder why something are happening to people from a particular place. And they say, oh, it's, it's because it's southwest. Oh, because it's southeast. Now, it's not the gene in their blood. But there's mm. some, apart from the fact that, uh, you know, culture culture is transmitted through every agent of socialization, some of these practices also come with some demonic dimension to them. Mm, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You've helped us to answer that question very well. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Jenny. Thank you so much, man. Number three, this we go to Pastor Andrew. Living in the Western world, you see, this is another culture now. This question is talking about Western culture now. <laughs> they didn't put it as culture, but they said, living in the Western world makes it hard to uphold some African culture. Social service or police may be called. How do we navigate being godly family in the West? Please give example. This question is all, only talking about maybe when you are trying to bring, bring up godly children. And because African culture is all about, you know, we smack, we do all those things. And that's why they mention social service and police here. That the way you, 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 you bring up children in the Western world is different from the Africa. So how do we bring up godly family in well, the Western uh, environment? Well, let me first say that when the Bible says, um, um, spare the rod and spoil the child. <laughs> no I, I want to believe that that rod, obviously it's not physical rod. You know, thank you. Preach it. So, that rod, that rod is whatever you can introduce that will minimize the likelihood that an undesired behavior is repeated. At least you can re reduce the frequency or you can even bring it to extinction. Now, when you are migrating from a particular culture, that is part of learning, it's called acculturization. Now, when you come to a new place, you look at certain healthy culture or practices that they have, which of course are not in a disagreement with the word of God. Now, you know that the way we treat children by hitting them, sometimes children are wounded, they grow up, you see back, you see all of that. But you come here, there are things we don't really practice back in Nigeria or African culture. That's what is called time out technique, where a child misbehaves and you, you take the child to a room. Not, there's nothing that will tie the child in that room, like dirty corner, but there's nothing stimulating there. The child feels so bad about it. It has the same, sometimes some grave effect, you know? And you have what you call a positive reinforcement, you know, when a child does something, you apply praise, you do something to make sure that the guy is able to repeat that behavior, you know? So when you are now in a new culture, ask yourself, I can't use this, this practice here. What are the other healthy alternatives? Hmm. You know? And there are people who have, you know, become more deliberate. This culture, Western culture demands that you are more deliberate. You are more involved with your children who is their friend, who do they interact with, the church they go to, the program they watch, mm. then most importantly, you must be intentional making yourself as models before them. Which, whichever culture you are, this is supposed to be the highest way of molding our children. But we, we want to do something different and hit them to make sure they follow a particular path. But when you model that 
right behavior. For example, I tell my son every time I said, I said, have you ever seen me uh, hit your mom? He said, never. I said, what if it was when you were sleeping? No, daddy, I don't sleep so deeply. <laughs> I, I said, and I said to her, and I said to him, you know what it means? When you grow up, hmm. anybody that, that becomes your wife must be grateful to God that God brought her your way. That is how to treat uh, woman. That's how to treat people. That is modeling. Before you do it, of course, you have to also bring the dimension of prayer anyway by Christians. The truth is that there are people who, who did everything and things. Those are extremes. Everybody, everything has exemptions on it. But on the average, when we do this thing prayerfully, we are most likely going to have uh, you know, a better outcome, you know, yes. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Pastor Andrew. So Pastor Andrew is just telling us that the way you should train your child is you modeling, you know, modeling them, be their role model, do the right thing. Let them see whatever you are impacting in them. There won't be any reason to call police or any social worker issue. Then there should be value in your house. There should be a family value that the children will grow up to know that, no, Every other people may do this, but in this household, we can't do this. When they go out, they still continue that value. And that, that is what um, Pastor Andrew is, is, is telling us to do. So with that, it's, it has nothing to do with Western culture or African culture. It has to be God, godly way. There is one question on the platform, which I think Pastor Andrew, you've answered. I've got, um, uh, okay. Okay, thank you, sis. Um, we cannot discuss everything before marriage. There may be some conflicting cultural issues during marriage. How do we resolve them inside marriage? So this question is like, I'm married now. I, I know my level before, but now I'm married. I now notice some, some culture, like you've already said, that it may be okay for the man. It may not, the woman may not say anything big, big deal about it. How do how would they resolve that conflict. I think you've answered that. Yeah, just to add that um, it's a Christian um, uh, program. So what it means is that if they have different, you know, disagreements in their cultural practices, most likely, most likely, it's not a question of something that's against the will of God. It's likely to be preferences. Mm. Because if it is fundamentally against God's will, you know, he said we should not be conformed to the patterns of this yeah. world. Yeah. So if it is fundamentally against God's will, and they are both mature Christians, they will be on the same page. Yeah. But there are some things that are individual preferences. Even as ministers of God, sometimes if you are not careful, you start preaching your preference, mm -hmm. you know, uh, what you like, but not necessarily the word of God. So mm -hmm. what they might be arguing about might just be preference, or, you know, so I don't think it might have the yeah. weight of what we are saying. They should just find a way to I learned how to agree, in which case, <laughs> maybe um, the husband at that point, that's when the Bible says, wife, submit. Those are that kind of thing that, you know, we can then start talking about submission. Thank you. Uh, number four, <laughs> and this is almost it, sir. Holy Spirit, help me, oh, help, help Pastor Andrew and help Pastor Jenny. Number yeah. four, we still have 15 to go. Mm. If we don't finish this thing tonight, we are, we are bringing you next month to complete. That would be what <laughs> I'm <I'll> going <give> <laughs> Number four, Pastor Jenny, I want you to read uh, to answer this for us. These days, men and women have to work and provide for their homes. Unlike those days that women, we are in the house. 
Why is it still expected for me to serve my husband when we have when we have both gone out to work and we are tired in the evening, you know? Why why are we still expecting the wife to to be the one that will go to the kitchen and still do something? Yeah, um, thank you. Like you mentioned or highlighted while you were um, reading that question, um, in in the past, you know, um, it was the man who would go out and woman and bring in um, bread, you know, the breadwinner, and the woman will will stay at home, take care of the children, take care of the home. But like you mentioned, that that um, is changing now, and um, men and women have to work. And and I think another thing um, I want to highlight from that question is when the word serve, you know, that, that kind of suggests to me that probably there's that slave kind of thing, which, yeah, which necessarily should not be because that's not what the Bible um, 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 teaches us, you know, the Bible tells us submit one to another, you know, in the Lord. So the, uh, the, the idea is that if, um, we submit one to another in love. There, there, there are things that we, we would want to do. You wouldn't see, or probably, um, like my husband would say, both of you would not go to work. And probably if the man comes back early and the woman comes back later, will not sit down reading his newspaper and wait for the woman to come and enter the kitchen. You know, even if he doesn't know how to, Cook. One thing my husband will say in, in, in his workshops is that, how were you eating before you got married? If it's um, um, KFC, if it's um, um, something else you were doing, you know, that show of care or concern for your spouse should be there. If, if, if you, 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 you are concerned that, oh, this woman is so tired, I, I can't allow her go into the kitchen and start cooking food, do something to ease that. If she's, I know that there are some women who might want to, you know, come and prepare food. Are there things, before she comes, are there things you're able to do to ease things, to ease that um, um, stress, to make it less difficult for her? And um, sometimes, you know, even if she's cooking, can you, are there things you can do just to make it less stressful for the woman? And like the Bible, like I said earlier, we submit one to another, as the Bible tells us, um, in love. Love will make you go an extra mile for, for that spouse of yours. You Thank know. you so much, Pastor Jenny. You've, you've actually nailed the, the um, question. What I just want to add is, we are the same before Christ, right? Male and female, he created us. We just have different roles as the husband, as the wife, your role is, they are different. But if you do it, the leadership, the way Jesus did his own leadership, it, it, it's like servants, you know, in a servant way. So if both of you, you are tired, both of you should understand, okay, this is the way we do our dinner, right? But today is just an exceptional day. Let's fix something. You don't treat your wife like second because my culture tells me I'm the king of the jungle. Nobody is disputing that. You are the head of your family, but you need to lead by example, by taking care, by protecting, by doing this. So you won't be asking for more because you are my wife, you are to cook. So you know, our culture makes cooking women's stuff. 
and we have men nowadays that cooks a lot. They cook better than women now. Hey, I will have to come and visit you. You can see. Yeah, welcome. You know, I went to preach. I went to preach two weeks ago at at Beaumont. Two weeks ago on at Beaumont. Just today, a couple that I visited within that preaching engagement just posted online how I I went to their house and I cooked jollof rice for them. Wow! And the woman just posted online and said, "I have taught her to make a better jollof rice." Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> you see, things are changing. Before, if a man come out and say, I'm the one doing cooking, they would think uh, Pastor Jenny has done something to Pastor Andrew that uh -uh, you are cooking. But sorry, ma, before um, I married her, before I even knew she was my wife, I was sent to my family and to everybody that cares to know that my wife, whoever I will marry, will use my head. She might be the head. So she will use my head. <laughs> You know, they would say in, uh, in Nigeria, he has used the, the head. Now. So I have said it ahead of time. So nobody should bother investigating. Yes, she Please, will. Pastor Johnny, keep on using Pastor Andrew's <laughs> You'll be, you'll be, <laughs> you'll be, you'll be, what have you been, what have you collected? You'll be certified to do that. <laughs> Thank you so much, sir, Pastor Andrew, for blessing us. <laughs> the next question will go to you, sir. Most African culture frown against divorce or single parents. But Moses gives this one, I don't understand this question, but because you are a pastor, maybe you will understand it. But Moses gives us a grant for divorce ha, in the Bible. Should a person stay in a stressful marriage, no physical abuse here, just to avoid the society's stigma so the stigma there is the culture that if someone is so pastor this one is for you and i'm looking at my time can you use two, <laughs> two minutes okay i'll just um, go straight this to the deep. point um if we are talking about marriage we don't we need to understand that there there are usually extreme cases extreme cases but most of the things we face are not do not qualify to be categorized as extreme. Hmm. Now, if you say um, you are in a, a stressful relationship, people pass through stress every time. Your job is stressful. The, the, the environment is stressful. Uh, Nigeria is stressful. UK is stressful. You went to everywhere. US, take it that. It's stressful. Everything is stressful. The Bible says, as good soldier of Christ, endure hardness, hardship. Mm. That's a place to, you know, that there are things we say, and if we don't put clarification, we actually cause more damage to the younger ones. That marriage is to be enjoyed and not to be endured. That is 100% true. But we must know that enduring something does not mean you are not enjoying that thing. Mm. There are things we need to endure in life. The Bible tells about a heart that's built on the rock and the one that's built on sand. The storm came on both. The storm came on both. The storm did not say because your foundation is right, I, I will leave you alone. No, life happens to people, you yeah. know. So we must not have this mentality of I want out at the slightest provocation. I want yeah. out. Divorce is not even easy. It's mm -hmm. not only we should take with levity. Yeah. Even those who are then involved with extreme abuse, that is why you have covering, spiritual covering, mentors, fathers. When it gets to that point, it can't just be about you. It will have gotten to a point where it's beyond you 
and people will wear it to the matter, you know. So, but Moses gave them a law. That's what the person is trying to say. Because of the hardness of their heart. Mm, mm, so mm. that they can free the other person. Don't put this person in bondage. And, okay, give this person a certificate of divorce. It was because of the hardness of their heart. I don't want to go into that. There were a lot of practices that time that people were, men usually were doing to women, you know, and that was one of the reasons that this kind of uh, law. So God hates divorce. We must do our best to hate what God hates. Hmm. However, when you are in that category, the, 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 the extreme cases, yes. even your pastor, I've had a pastor who went to tell you, leave your, your pastor, everybody around you will create a way to pull you out of that place. So if he gets that, don't keep quiet, go to the right people, don't go to your friends who will tell you, oh, this man, you did not, he came back, he didn't buy flowers for me on my birthday. These are not things that you, you didn't buy flowers, didn't buy special clothes. He didn't, uh, you know that today is my birthday, he forgot to call me. This is a man or a woman that even forgets his or her own birthday. So we mm. put this in contest. Yeah. So before, there are things that we are not, we are still learning. Your, your, your wife or your husband might still be learning. We learn every yeah. day. I have seen people who have been married for 45 years, who are yeah. eight, 70 years, come to, over 70, come to my meeting and say, oh, we never knew that this is how we should be doing it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So we learn every day. So let's give ourselves, yeah. there's, there's a book ah. of the spirit called long suffering. It doesn't mean suffering long. It means giving <laughs> the necessary time required for mm. somebody to metamorphosize into the ideal person that you want or they should be. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. Chat out to Mommy Adi Shafra and Daddy Adi Shafra, 45th wedding anniversary, you know? Wow. You've just said 45, and I, that thing just clicked to me that, wow, last week, I think last week they celebrated their 45th. This is what we are talking about wow. on this platform, right? And when they came on our platform last year, December, they said they are still learning. Mm. They, they told us they are still work in progress. They, oh, don't yes. know, they don't even know yet. They are still learning. So if 45 is still learning, and they are still enduring, and they are still enjoying Mm, what mm. happened to six months, one year? You see few things. I can't stand this guy. I can't stand this lady. You can't help. You can't help to mold. You can't help mm. to create. You can't help to build. But you just want to go thinking that when you go, all those people that I encourage you, go, 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 go. They will be with you. <laughs> they will leave you alone. You, know, you will be lonely. So we, we are not saying you should stay. And thank you so much, Pastor Andrew. You didn't, you didn't say that at the extreme. You talked about when it's to the extreme. We, we, there are solutions to it, but nowadays, sir, nobody wants to stay. Any small thing like this, I'm going. Any small thing like this, I'm leaving. They don't want mm. to learn. Marriage is, is not only about love. It takes sacrifice. It takes learning, learning, developing, learning. You fall, you, you fight, you come back, you fight, you come back. The, the, the love becomes stronger, you know? It's not so sensitive, it's very sensitive, please. This is what we are saying on this platform. Things will happen. Life happens. But you need people around you. And you have to enjoy it because you are even a child of God. You have everything in the Bible that you need to enjoy yourself. He has given us everything that pertains to life and what? Godliness. Everything he has given us. Thank you so much, Pastor. Uh, I've got another question on the platform. How do you handle courtship or relationship with cultural differences? Especially when there is no parental approval. Is it fair for the intending couple to 
go their separate ways because their parents they didn't give approval so because of that they don't want to get married cultural differences okay i'm i'm let me give you an example please on the platform if this example is not the scenario please <laughs> let me know i'm a yoruba girl a an evil guy wants to marry me my parents said no you can't marry evil right should we because of that not get married or should we tell them whatever you like do we are going ahead two minutes who do you <laughs> want to go okay okay but I can That's go. yes the thing is that the thing is that um parental approval is very very important however however some of these cases we have to treat them with um proper perspective as to the scenario and the people in, involved i have seen people who are not married today and they are advanced in age because their parents did not allow them to now when you have a cover that's why it's important you will have to explore like if you go for some of this talent hunt or okay sorry who wants to be able to do that they'll say call a lifeline call a friend you have to explore all of these things you talk to an uncle somebody respect now if you don't want me to marry for example my, my mom was telling me I, I had stayed with yoruba i thought i was going to marry a yoruba lady anyway and my wife, my mom said to me don't marry a yoruba lady marry an Igbo lady i said fine simple i said mommy why do you want me to marry a yoruba i mean an Igbo lady are there bad people, bad ladies from Igbo tribe? Oh, she said, yes, there are, there are plenty. I said, okay. Are there maybe 10% that could be good from the other tribe, the Yoruba tribe? Ah, I said, yes, after all, your brother married the Yoruba. That woman is very good. I said, okay. Is it also possible that if I marry from Igbo, I might be unlucky and marry from the 10% that are bad? You get quiet. And I'm, so I said, the point then, therefore, is to pray for me that wherever I marry, I mm. should marry the right thing. So when you see that their argument really is not something at this point, it doesn't carry so much weight. It's not something you can really say, okay, they are trying to look out for. I mean, you have to convince them. And if you are not able to convince them, look at those that can speak to them. If they're not able, your spiritual covering if you are mature enough sometimes they can tell you to go ahead yeah but Thank yeah but so it much. has to be it has to be you don't you have to know those who are involved because some of them also they don't have the emotional uh intelligence to even cope with that racial or intertribal marriage so people are still born so their mom or their father might know that ah this my son is not he cannot handle this so sometimes they also see what you cannot see that's why i said when other people your covering. I, I'm so big on covering. It doesn't have to be pastor. It might be people you respect, that uh, their manager, like your mentor. They also know you, and you give them license to speak into your life. They might see things you are not seeing. But if it is not that, they might actually ask you to go ahead and withdraw. Thank, thank, you, thank you so much for, for that, sir. I, I think I can, I'm a life, <laughs> I'm a life example of that scenario, right? I remember when I wanted to marry my husband. Is a cultural thing for me from my own tribe they don't really like my husband tribe though we are christian my parents they are ministers mm. and they said no especially my mom 
You see, my mom saying that I cannot marry my husband, it's not because he hates my husband or he hates me. It's just because of a perception about the people, the, 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 the tribe, you know. And they don't, because of her love for me, she thinks I don't go to that pe people, they are this, they are that. I understand her fear. But the reason why I'm using my own as an example on this platform is because when you are a child of God, and you know the purpose of God for your life, you should be able to make decisions for that thing, your life, your future. It has to be God first. Mm. It's not about your instinct. I told my mom, in fact, then my mom wants me to pray. So I, I remember one particular pastor that he has the anointing of God to see. <laughs> so I said, I just want to please you. Okay, let's go. The pastor finished praying. And the, way, the, the reason why I need that is psychology. The man asks, where is the, the other guy from? Where is this one from? I mentioned the state. Then he said, okay, is the is the other one. I know this man is using psychology for me. Sorry, I know you are psychologists. <laughs> Sorry. And I will tell you, this, this pastor they asked me to go and be praying for me. He impregnated a member, a church member. The pastor that my parents believe so much in the grace of God upon his life to mm. be praying for my own future, my marriage. Imagine mm. I've gone to this man and he laid, he has laid his hand on me. Wow. And I'm telling you, see, my mom said no then. And after marriage, my mom came back and apologized and mm. begged my husband. And, and he said he's sorry because he, she can see what God is doing. So the fact that she said no, but she went with the plan because I'm a child of God. There is a standard. You know, I'm a child of God. Mom, you, you may not like it, but this is what I'm going for. Many children, they have lost so many things because of this mommy daddy thing. Our heavenly father, who mm. art in heaven. The moment you as parents, you understand you are just a caretaker. You are just mm. a trustee. You don't mm. have the absolute destiny of your children in your hands. Then you let them be. Mm. So to all parents out there, all they need is your prayer. Speak out, be open about your fear, but don't make your fear the major decision in their future. So mm. many wrong marriages now. There's so many wrong connections because of instinct, because of fear, because of previous experience. Mm. So if you're out there, know God for yourself. It's all about your destiny. It has nothing to do with your mom, your dad, your sister. It, it has to be you for God. And I thank God because I listened to God. I did not listen to men. You know, when you are alone, one with God, it's sometimes it's very lonely. Sometimes you feel like, oh, I've done, I've made a wrong decision. But when God is in it, it may not be popular, but it's your destiny. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, anything from the platform? Thank you so much. I can see Dolapo. I can see Brodipo. I can see Angie. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Oh, five minutes to hate. Pastor Andrew, this is what I always tell you. Five minutes to hate, we've not even reached number 10. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this last one. And after this last one, I will ask you if you still want us to continue. If you don't, I think we'll do this question another time. Um, let me look at the one I will ask you. Number eight, I think it's also similar. My, my wife is slowly allowing the American culture get into her head. She does not respect me anymore since we moved to US from Nigeria. I am, I am. 
thinking of leaving her, although I love my children. I think you, maybe you can say one or two things for one minute. I think you've addressed this. You want to leave your children because you can, your wife because you can, you see that it's more taken into American culture. That's why you are thinking of leaving her. Well, I think I think some sometimes um, we think uh, American culture or British culture they don't have respect, but that is that is not true. What they see as respect differs from what we see as re as respect. You know, sometimes we come from our own culture with certain maybe respect might just mean somebody is kneeling to give you food. Uh, respect means somebody's um, but you see when you get to a new culture you challenge some of those positions it might even be not the issue of kneeling it might just be the issue of the fact that the, man, the woman now because of the demand of work when she comes back she's not able to you know do what she used to do before and some of us expect that a, a working class woman like my wife said before the man go and hunt bring it and the norm of reciprocity, the woman says, welcome my husband, this is what I take, just to appreciate that effort. Now, two of you are going hunting. So now she comes back by eight and she says, oh, maybe you can have tea and, tea and bread that she's too tired to cook or whatever. And you want her to pound the yam because you are from a kitchen state and that's how you used to eat it, not even pound the yam, pounded yam, not pando. The one you pound with butter. So, yeah, so you, you might need to just, um, you are not losing respect if you are adapting. Life is all about adaptation. That is how man is designed to cope. Animals, human beings, you are intelligent if you learn how to adapt. It's about adaptation. Look at what is happening now. I don't know the family, I don't know what disrespect is, so I might not speak specifically. But sometimes when we feel disrespected, the first thing to do is that actually challenge that your premise. Why am I feeling this way? Is it what this person is saying? For example, if, if I, I was teaching a person, it's a terrible thing for a woman to stay with a man who is out of job and is suffering from low self-esteem. It's a terrible thing because anything you do, the man is interpreted from his own uh, feeling. So if you say, honey, oh, it's like this, we have to change your buying chicken every time. I'm tired of it. In his mind, he's thinking, she's saying to me that I'm not the one bringing the money. And But you know, you know, as a woman, that many women will, will even if you bring one billion, they will still make some joke. Honey, ah, is it that will be eating this thing? Take me out. Take, you will read minutes to it. Yes. But if she dare ask you to take her out when you don't have money, ah, honey, take me out and let's go and buy it. You will feel, oh, He's telling me I'm useless. My, hmm. my, my mates are taking their wives out to London. I can't even buy ordinary suya. So you interpret from your own standpoint, not necessarily what the person is doing. So I think my advice is that let's challenge some of this ideology, what we call respect. And if then truly the woman is disrespecting him, I would just ask that he would seek a proper counsel. Let them talk to the woman. America or UK is nothing. It's nothing. Pounds, dollar, they are nothing. Yeah. It means that it has been in you. America does not irritate anybody. If you if you apply pressure to an orange, orange fruit, the pressure does not change the content. 
it only revealed what had always been there, but there was not enough pressure to bring it out fully. So America, UK, Japan, whatever, is a blessing to help us see what we still need to work on. It helps us bring out the kind of maybe venom or juice or soundness or tasteful our juice is. So what when that comes out then, we have to then begin to see how God will help us to work on them, own it, and start working on it. You might have that pride, but all the while your husband has always been there provided. Now you have a little change. Before you know it, that is not coming. You must be able to arrest that pride. And yeah. then by the help of the Holy Spirit, work and watch your friends also. There are some bad friends, I can tell you, that will tell you people are losing their husband, losing their wife because of uh, what do you call it? Um, this thing that government gives them benefits. Benefits. And they ask, go and if you just declare yourself a single mother or do yeah. this, they will take care of you. And yeah. how much is the benefit we are talking about? Mm. May God have mercy. And I think Amen. I also want to say as what Pastor has said, the place of communication. Sometimes, even when people notice some of these things, they don't, they, they struggle to sit down to talk about it, you know. And so um, probably that might now make people to start um, interpreting mm. behaviors in 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 uh, different ways but sometimes when people really sit down to talk about some of these things you know and review their relationship mm. we we do that you know um, um review those relationship um is it, we call it marriage realistic appraisal, appraisal, appraisal. Marriage appraisal. yeah so the, that, the, at that point some things might start coming up that one of the parties might not have realized mm. is going on um, and, and, and probably the person who has that perception might also be inter misinterpreting. So finding that can talk is also very important. Wow. Thank you so much, Sam. Uh, we are really blessed tonight. You can see he's, he's past it already, but we have to stop. And then we'll, we'll look forward to, to conclude on this um, topic sometimes because next month we'll be dealing with um, unity teamwork in, in in marriage because that one too is very key is is affecting progress of family when they are not working together when a is saying i'm this i'm that so we'll be dealing with that next month thank you so much for joining us and if you are coming if you're on our platform for the first time we thank you for joining us you can please follow us uh pastor andrew pastor jenny we are we are blessed please can i think we are going to leave it on our website on our page you you're still doing your there's this home advantage right is it oh, every yeah. month right no yeah, we, we 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 did it for six months every month but we for this year we only have been planning for home advantage for men only then for single okay. so that's for that's this year. Good. so you can you can let us know anytime you have the program so that we can advertise on our platform because no problem that benefits homes we we want to encourage people to please listen and as you are listening, we are not saying that you have to do it absolutely. Understand, we use it to walk around in your home and let God bless your home. Our home is blessed in Jesus' name. Thank you, everyone. Till we meet next month by the grace of God. Stay blessed. We love you. Have a nice day. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you.